Welcome to Had a Magical Day, the podcast about Disney parks that's like taking a vacation in the middle of your day. Hello, and welcome to Had a Magical Day. My name is Andrea Henry, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Scott Otto. Thank you, Andrea. Good to see you. And today we're going to talk about going to Disney, both as a member of a family and as an adult, a single adult. So, um, Scott, yes. why don't you tell us a little bit about kind of how you go to Disney frequently? Oh, I will. First, I'll just add that. So apparently, and you and I don't really share this view, but uh, on Twitter a while back, like people were getting really worked up. And some people were where like families are saying like single people don't belong in Disney World. Like it was meant for families and single people are ruining it for families. And then other people are like, there are single people and they're saying, no, no, it's, it's for adults as well as family. And frankly, the families are ruining it for the single people. So there's a little bit of that here to kind of spice things up. But yes, um, on my end of things, yeah, I tend to go uh, as a single person myself. Sometimes I go completely by myself. Other times I will go, I have some friends in Florida, I'll meet them down there and we'll go particularly for the food festivals. Uh, but then also have, I've gone with family as well, but primarily I go as single. So I'm going to take more of the single person's perspective of Disney World, whereas you, Andrew, you tend to go more with your family. Yeah. So, yeah, I am, you know, when my husband and I, we just have one daughter and when she turned four and we were like, well, I guess we're supposed to take her to Disney. So let's take her to Disney. And we brought her down and have gone back maybe every other year since then, you know, for, or done some kind of Disney experience mm -hmm. like that with her. Um, and it just seemed to me like, okay, well, I guess you have a kid. You, and if you can try to take him to Disney when you can and have a good time. And it's true. When I got down there, especially this last time around, uh, I noticed a lot of adults without kids kind of going. And, and one thing I noticed was a lot of adults, they weren't wearing costumes, but they were wearing like kind of strange, I shouldn't say strange because, you know, to each their own, but like these Disney inspired outfits, like, like women would kind of wear like a light blue dress to dress up like Alice in Wonderland. Yes. Well, you know why that is? So that's a thing. I was like, what is this now? This is yeah, it, it's a thing. And apparently so Disney actually has forbidden adults from dressing up as Disney characters. You Correct. cannot do that. They only want the kids being able to dress up as princesses, which they do through their bibbidi boppity boutique or whatever, you know, it's a selling point. Uh, they don't want adults dressing up as characters. And this is also part of their brand, right? They only want in the park, they're trying to maintain this illusion and certain characters belong in certain parts of the park and not in other parts of the park. So they don't want people dressed up as these characters roaming around and breaking the illusion. Um, so these adults well, who are- it, it could be confusing for kids. Like if yeah. a woman dressed up as Cinderella and she's eating a hot dog, you know, it's like, well, what's going on with Cinderella? Why is she not, you know? So I, I can, I get it from their branding perspective, but. Yeah, but so, but there are still these adults who are very big on cosplay, and so they insist on working around that, and so they do Disney-inspired outfits. So they're not characters, but they're inspired by them by the same coloring, same type of materials, but it won't be the same look exactly. as the character. Yeah, no, because I know, and there there was a group of maybe about twelve people, men and women, and they all had like you knew the guy wasn't Peter Pan. 
but he kind of had an all green outfit on uh -huh. a little hat and you're like okay so that's you know a little kid might not pick up on it but an adult was like hey he's kind of dressing a little like peter pan over there what's up with that <laughs> and uh so that yeah i and then i got home because i was curious i was like what what is it and i looked it up and sure enough you're right it's a whole big kind of subgenre of Z disney fans and then i noticed that disney was also selling outfits for adults in their shop you could buy like a woman's dress for like 150 dollars that was like inspired by the haunted mansion oh interesting yeah so you know and kudos to you disney and <laughs> and <laughs> scott this is just a little fun thing do you know how the disney for the children the disney princess costumes came to be do you know that's right so um a disney executive was at like a disney on ice show with his family and was looking around and was seeing all these little girls like in homemade beauty and the beast costumes or homemade cinderella costumes and was like oh marketing opportunity <laughs> so from that came bippy wobby boutique and all the official costumes and all of that stuff which i thought was interesting wow that is interesting yeah and that just and that permeates like the kids culture i had I had a friend who uh, moved up to Canada and they had their first child. And as she was growing up, they were trying to keep her away from all the princess stuff. Yeah. And so they didn't expose her to any of that. But she, at some age, is like, oh, I got to be a princess because, you know, it's just out there in the culture. You can't like avoid sure. it. And it's fun. You know, who doesn't like a big poofy dress once in a while? Yeah. <laughs> so, anywho, all right. So, okay. So, singles. So, tell me about your experience as an adult just going to Disney? Like what's good, sure. what's bad happening? Yeah, and so like the first time as an, so I went, you know, as a kid, I went a couple of times with my father and then senior in high school, I went with a bunch of friends, which was a great time. And then I didn't go for a long time. And I went once or twice with my wife. And then after that, I didn't go for a long time. And then after I got divorced, like one day I realized I could just go by myself. I could just go to Disney. I have the money, I have the time. And I like, it makes me happy. Why don't I just go? And so I went and, you know, the first time you go alone, it's a little different. You have to be, you know, fairly confident and comfortable with yourself, right, right. Uh, you know, especially when you're in line by yourself, you might feel like people are looking at you, but people really aren't, although maybe sometimes they are, if you go for the, you can't really, you feel self-conscious going on kids' rides. <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> the great thing is you can do whatever you want when you want. Like I've gone with my sister's family a few times and I love them. We have a great time together. We all have similar tastes, so it's not bad. But part of the give and take of being in a family is like they love roller coasters. So I have to go on a roller coaster or if I want to, you know, in exchange for that, I make them go on the rides that I like that they don't want to go on. As you know, the Carousel of Progress, not a popular, yeah. popular ride, but I make my sister go on that in exchange for going on. The, but when you're by yourself, you just do whatever you want, whenever you want. And so that's a great part of it. Um, also. There used to be more of these, but there's less now. There's single rider lines. Right. So if you're a single rider, you can do it. Like I think Test Track and Epcot has it. Uh, when I was in Disneyland, there were a few places that had it. Um, and there's some other ones in the park that I forget about. But what's happened, and I first noticed this at Disney World, particularly in Epcot, is that people who were together were breaking up individually and going into the single rider line. Yeah, guilty as charged. Absolutely. We do that. Yeah. All. See, that's why single people don't like those families in the park. And then hogging up the single, single, single rider line. No, we 
Absolutely. We always just, and especially when my daughter was little, we wouldn't necessarily do that. But as soon as she's a little bit older, we're like, yeah, 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 just hop in single rider. I mean, why wouldn't you do that? It's so. Well, it's fine if you're just sending her on her own. Like, I think that's absolutely right. fine. But if you go as a family and then you say, no, let's no, all go. Yeah, no, we're going to ride together. No, no, no. You see that single rider line, 20 minute wait. You're like, yeah, okay. We yeah. Can't. <laughs> so we are, we are guilty. We break that rule all the time. Yeah, and there's less single rider lines because of that. So they cut back, back, back on <laughs> those. with the man, people. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that was the thing. And you mentioned earlier how, you know, when you go to the park, like you're on the go, you want to get the most out of the park. You want to hit these rides. And so when you go single, that, you know, it helps you do more. Like you can do more in a day when you're, when you're by yourself. Um, so that part of it is great. But as I mentioned, the, the downside is you know, you do get some looks and the, the worst part for me has been like at, at Disney, everything's about service and everybody's really great to you. But I've had several times where I'm clearly by myself. I'm in the line. You're in a long line. You're coming up to the, to get to the vehicle. Right. And the person says, how many? And I'm like, one. And they go, just one. It's like, yeah, how many do I look like? Because there's just one. Don't say just one. You should say, say, oh, right this way. So, all right. What about, let me ask you this, Scott. So you're you're a single man. Have you ever picked up chicks? Like, have you ever picked up single women chicks at Disney? I have not. I have not. That's a good question. Because you would think if I love Disney as much and this other single person yeah, like, loves Disney, we might hit it off. Yeah. Maybe that could be a new, maybe that could be a new avenue for Disney. Like, single Disney dating they do have Disney dating sites I have oh, not right. looked at them and maybe I'll have to do that as a future episode is that, <laughs> is that like an official Disney thing though or is that just oh that I don't know yeah I don't know is there like an official Disney dating app yeah, uh, I wouldn't right. be surprised if there was I have to look into that well we should like patent that and sell that to them if not because <laughs> we made there so I, I have to admit, I went to Disneyland as an adult with an adult friend. We were out in Los Angeles uh, for a film festival. And we kind of did all the stuff that we needed to do. And, you know, we'd driven around, go, you know, did typical LA things. And we had like a, a day to kill. It was in the afternoon. And I was like, hmm, uh, what, if, what if we went to Disneyland? And she was like, yeah, what if we went to Disneyland? And it was one of those things we were both kind of like sheepishly kind of wanted to go, but was afraid mm -hmm. of like harsh judgment from the other one, even though we're good friends. And we wound up going and we had a great time. And at one point in the evening, she wanted to do something. I wanted to do something different. It was getting kind of late. So we're like, well, let's just diversify and we'll meet back in like in an hour or two. And it was fun. I, and I went on rides by myself and she did her thing. And um, yeah, it was I gotta say it was kind of it wasn't bad it was like you could really just if you like the park you could just really enjoy it and have kind of that control over what you're doing without having to worry about you know making sure everybody's happy so I hear you on that Scott yeah exactly and you know from the family side of things of course and like I mentioned going single I've gone a lot with friends adult friends like like you said and you know particularly we go for like the food festivals which are usually in Epcot and I think, you know, when people look at this divide between families and adults, like Epcot is really more suited to adults, especially with the uh, the World Showcase and all right. the, 
the food and drink, of course. But the problem, I think this whole schism started because people tried to do the drink around the world thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had people getting drunk in the park, which is not a good thing. And you have families with kids and they don't want to encounter drunks when they're at Disney World. Um, so I think that was a big part of it. But even initially, like still most of the, there weren't that many kids in Epcot because there weren't that many good rides for the kids. But now they've got the frozen ride right. there and they have some other things. So yeah, it is really, you know, as an adult going to Disney, especially if you're going by yourself, which I do, I always try to be very aware that, you know, it's about the kids, you know, and it's for the kids. And if I see, you know, families with kids, uh, I'm always very, you know, very aware of them and, you know, let them go ahead or whatever. And I don't get anxious that they're being slow or blocked. Well, I do hate it when people like families don't, if you're going to make plans, don't do it in the middle of the street, right? <laughs> Get off of the street and make your plans and get out of the way. Well, the, the one issue I had with single, or no, I shouldn't say single, but adult folks at Disneyland is, um, you know, when my daughter was younger, she would love to meet the characters and get their autograph, which I thought was a huge pain. So we have to stand mm -hmm. and wait. And, okay. And the thing that would make me a little crazy is adults doing that. That, oh, you know, because yeah. you wanted to get your picture taken with it, fun little souvenir. But getting the autograph from, you know, Winnie the Pooh, I was kind of like, you realize it's not really Winnie the Pooh. And <laughs> like, you know, it's okay. I like autograph as much as the next person, but to me that seemed kind of like a weird thing to be doing as an adult. So mm -hmm. that, that was kind of my only real peeve with adults there. Cause it was just like, just, just get your picture and move along. You really don't need their autograph. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I've never been an autograph person and even uh, not even like a picture person with with the the characters although right. i've done a couple and when we've got as families we've done some of the character breakfast sure so you're going to get your picture there but uh, that was kind of my people adults but you know the other thing i wonder about now for us we we live in new england and so going to any of the parks is kind of a big thing because we got to get a plane and a hotel and all that stuff but i wonder like if you lived in orlando and you had this the past you lived with an hour or two of there if going to Disney for an evening would be like, you know, us going to, I don't know, uh, going into Boston or something, like just kind of a place to go for an yes. evening with friends or something. So, I mean, that's a whole other dynamic of kind of park goer, I think. Oh, yeah. So I have uh, one of the friends I visit down in Florida. He lives in Boca Raton. And so he and his girlfriend and sometimes her daughter, they'll, they'll go just like on the weekend, they'll go for the, for a night or whatever. So right. when I go to meet them for like one of these food festivals at Epcot, usually when I get there, he's already gone a couple of times. And he's like, oh, you got to get, you, you have yeah. to get the, the braised roast beef over here. You got to get the lamb shank over here. You got to, so uh, he's already scouted out so, so they can do that for these big events. They can just get a little bit of it at a time. And Florida residents have a special rate for annual passes. Right. So, yeah, but, yeah. I, mean, I think it's you know for folks like that. Like I think if I lived there and I had a friend, you know, rather than go out to dinner in a restaurant, we might well, let's go to the park. We'll go hang out in Epcot and we'll watch the fireworks or something. Kind of like a, just an adult night out. Um, so I have no problem with anybody going to Disney as long as you're behaving yourself reasonably well. And if you're not, cause a scene in front of me so I can gawk at it. That's <laughs> but not a big scene, not an ugly scene, just a you know. Yeah, you don't see too many scenes, fortunately, in Disney. But I could see like people, get, families especially, getting upset if, if somebody is causing a scene. Yeah, but, I, um, but you're right. I really haven't seen any like 
anybody really behaving badly, which is good. And I think that's the testament to kind of just how well the park is set up and run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think they get it, people who are doing that, they get them out of there pretty quickly, Absolutely. I think. Yep. Yeah, and from, you know, from the family side of things, like I've been on a few family trips, the, the best part are, are the memories that you have. There's always something uh, special that happens generally when you're together. And, uh, and it makes it so much better when you have a younger person uh, with you. Like one time I went by myself and it happened to be at the same time that my best friend I was telling you about who went every year with his family. So he was there with his wife and daughter and his mother who I hadn't seen in a while. So I got to see them all. But the best part was his daughter, we met at Epcot to go see the, uh, the Illuminations yep. show that they do in the evening. So we met there and his daughter wanted these ears that light up in sync yep. with the show or whatever. So I bought those. And that's just like, I couldn't find a better thing to do with my money than to, you know, absolutely do something like that and then see her get all excited and, and watch the, the show. So. so in spite of the Twitter wars, I think it's safe to say that there's enough room in Disney World for all of us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I could have solved that Twitter war with that nice sentence. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, Walt, you know, the reason why he designed the place was he said he wanted a place that adults and kids could enjoy together. Um, and if they can enjoy it together, why can't they enjoy it separately? Well, and, and you know, and I think that's the thing, like, you know, I love theme parks. And I remember um, when my daughter was very young, we took her to Sesame Place in Pennsylvania. And it was fun. We had a great time. But that's never a place I could envision going as an adult. Mm -hmm. reason, you know, unless I had a very small child with me. Right. And I, I think that speaks to kind of the fun of, of Disney, that there are so many different dimensions there for different types of folks to enjoy. Yeah, exactly. It's like you said, it's a place for all people, all kinds of people right. to go and have fun. So settle down, Twitter. We've solved <laughs> All right. Well, thank you all for listening. And we'll see you real, real soon. soon. <laughs> we stink.